When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Dan Grasso Show on 98.7 ESPN. This is the Dan Grasso Show. The Josh Hart thing is interesting to me. The fact that they've extended this deadline, is it a possibility that the Knicks will take care of Hart even more so? More than 17 or 18. Could it be up to $20 million? $20 million? I mean, Josh Hart, I really respect the player. He came in and he, he filled a lot of gaps that the Knicks needed, and he's kind of that Swiss Army knife. $20 million Swiss Army knife? That is not, that's not a bargain, Larry. He brought so much to the table when he came Absolutely. Here. And the team, what he brought to the bench was amazing. And he's a difference maker on this team. There's no question about it. The team is better with him on it. This is the Dan Grosser Show on 98.7 ESPN. Go ahead and head back to the phones. Let's do it. Uh, Lonnie's in Harlem. The company's in the house. What's up, Lonnie? Yes. How you doing, OG Larry? How you doing, Uncle G? What's going on? Yes, the company's in the house. Shout out to the company. Now, Gordon. Uncle G, why did you feel the need to take your little shot just now? What? What are we? What? What's the shots that we're taking? You said, "Oh, I think it's because the company was in the building." No, I said I didn't know what it was. I was just pointing out since since the tailgate, the Mets have fallen off the table. I didn't say it was the company's fault. I didn't say it was the morning show's fault. I'm just pointing out that since you guys showed up, everything went south. See when you say it like that, it don't sound right. But I'm just, I'm just pointing out, you, Lonnie. Since that date, the Mets have won five games and have played 21. I know. I'm not blaming you. I'm just saying, since you guys showed up there, I don't know what happened. But since that time, it's been a disaster. It has been a disaster. Trust me, I watch both teams. I'm a Yankee fan, but you know when the Yankees is not playing or whatever, I have like I have the Mets on my tablet while the Yankees is on my game, I mean on my TV. And trust me, it's been ugh, it's been dreadful to watch. Maybe you guys um, got to go back know, to get it back on track or I something. I think that's like that. what it is, Gordon. I think that's what it is because technically we're two and old so far this season. Right. Maybe we need to have a couple more uh, companies. Yes, I would drop everything like you can and get there as soon Please. as possible. I don't know how you organize this type of stuff. It's a bat signal. It's a phone call, a text, group text, whatever it is. Get on it. Well, I got use. I usually set everything up for all of us. But, um, yeah, I mean, technically, yeah, I mean, it's not, I don't want to say there's no point at going to the Mets game if they're going to keep losing. And I'm pretty sure a lot wow. of Mets fans in the company, well, I don't Money. know if want to go, but. It's not me. Listen, I don't care. I'll go. I mean, I'm a Yankee fan, and I'll still go. I don't want to see the Mets lose, but, you know, I get a little chuckle out of that. But, you know, as far as, as, far as for my company family members, I'm willing to let the Mets win or go to a Mets game or do setup just so that they could get out this slump because, man, it has been horrible. And I was telling this to Julian while I was on the phone, while he was screening the call. I think it was yesterday or the other day, I was watching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, but I had put the game on because this is when the Yankees was off. So I was like, all right, let me go home and watch Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. And they had put owner, and it was one zip. 
and they put older Vino in, and I texted to the group chat of the company that said, well, they're waving the white flag. This game is over. <laughs> and I swear, no more than like two minutes later, two-run shot, game is done. I was like, oh, my God. I, See, I you got the mojo. It, it, it might be your fault, Lonnie. See, now what you're telling us no, is that you do have some power in this. It's not my fault. Odovino just sucks. That's what the problem <laughs> is. Even when he was a Yankee, he sucked. Yeah, that he did. That zero on his back is for a reason because he is a zero. Jesus. Listen, I've done what I came to done. You guys run a great program. Todd's coming up next. The dojo's ready. We ready. So, uh, all right. I just wanted to call about that. All right, all right Lonnie. No, I'm not. I'm not blaming the company. I'm just pointing out the obvious. Since the you. company, since the morning show showed up at at City Field, the Mets have been an outright disaster. Can I ask you a question, Gordon? You draw whatever conclusions from that you want. Yes, Larry. Saying the Mets, the Met game continues the way it is, right? Mm-hmm. And they win this game. Yeah. Does oh, it God, change? You better, you better hope they win this game, Larry. Do, does it seven, change? Nothing in the seventh. You better. I know. Does it change what Cohen says tomorrow? It shouldn't. I mean, the team is still terrible. One game in the in the course of 162. He says, some, well, we won yesterday. That tells you that he doesn't really know what he's talking about, and he's not that big a Met fan. If you're, if, if you're allowing one game to all of a sudden change your opinion on the direction of the franchise. Does he say, see, this? we know. See, last night is an, ex- is an example. We know what this team can do. And that's how he starts. Uh, if he says that he, in some uh, cosmic sense, he is tempting the fates that they will go out uh, that night and be a disaster. Yeah, I know. I just hope it doesn't change. That's all I'm saying. I just hope it doesn't change. Right. I would be concerned. I mean, tomorrow's a is, night game, right? Yeah. yeah it's still absolutely. a night game tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You know, because I mean, this is seven nothing, Gordon. I mean, <laughs> this is pretty good for them. Yeah, this is this is great. They're, they're getting the pitching and the hitting yes. on the same night. It's amazing how it's amazing how good the team looks when that happens. <laughs> right, it does it does make a big difference, and it's amazing. All of a sudden, Vogelback uh, hit a home run, and Craig Council's like, "Oh, I, obviously, I got to change the pitcher. Let's get this guy out of here. Got to got to got to go to the bullpen. This guy clearly doesn't have it." Uh, Vogelback hit a home run. It's over. <laughs> it's I over. Get him out of here. It's over. Oh, it's funny. Lisa Brooklyn, what's up, Lee? Hey, Larry. How you doing, Gordon? Lee, what's going on, my man? Oh, man, you got to be kidding me, man. Um, I, uh, uh, Larry, what are we yes. doing here? What? what? What are we doing here? What are what? we doing here with these Jets? I mean, I, I, basically, they're a good team. We, we had this discussion last year. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to play hard. I think they're going to do good. Do we think Kansas City's going fifteen and two? Do we think Buffalo going fifteen and two? I don't see Buffalo. Do we think uh, Cincinnati Bengals are going fifteen and two? No, I don't think so. I mean, come on, we got teams that really expected to do things this year. We know they ain't going fifteen and two. And Look, now we it, think it's not Jets. me saying it, Lee. I have put together a, I know, I know, an no, algorithm no, no, I know it's not, that I run I through. It's I, I can just go by what the number I'm like I'm like the the analytics people on the Yankees I can just work with the oh numbers God. that I have to work with and 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 the exactly. algorithm throws out 15 and two originally it's it it <laughs> kicked out 16 <laughs> and one. <laughs> God, are the Jet fans in trouble if you're using we the same algorithms that the Yankees on, uh, use? <laughs> on Aaron Rodgers, you know that, right? Josh Donaldson's going to be the starting left tackle by uh, week six. <laughs> we got might a, be we better got at little, that. Who knows? We got a little rust on Aaron Rodgers here. You know that, right? A little what? 
a, a little rust on Aaron Rodgers. I mean, there's yeah, rust I mean, on Aaron Rodgers. Why? why is there he rust? To a good team, but he got a he, he's a little acid washed jeans now. You know, you know, played out. But we going we we basically saying, okay, you're gonna come here, and we're gonna see what you're gonna do. Well, I tell well, you, it, it, Lee, it, it's got to work. Thanks for the phone call, but Lee, <laughs> if Aaron Rodgers has got rust on him, they better redo this whole deal. This, yeah. whole, this is not going to be good. I'll say this right now, and I'll put this in stone. Yes. If for any reason Aaron Rodgers does not work, everybody's going. There's not even a question. Not even a question. It's I don't want to hear Rogers. any excuses. Because <laughs> the only reason why Aaron Rodgers is here is because you screwed up the second pick in the draft. Yep. So – I think it was the right move. We all think it was the right move. But at the end of the day, it better work. Because if it doesn't work, work for any reason, he's, he's rusty, he got hurt, he's not as good, he's, he's out of his element with new players, I don't care what it is. It has to work. It's not going to be good. No. It's not going to be good. And all those primetime games? Oh. Well, they'll be out of them. They'll be flexed back. It's a one o'clock. It's okay. Well, uh, this better not be like a Vinny Testaverde redo where the first, you know, the first series of the season, all of a sudden he goes oh, down and no. Zach Wilson's oh, in. Oh, no. Gordon. I'm just, I'm just painting oh. a, a picture, a worst-case scenario. Oh. Oh, my God. That would be. Jet fans are running off the road. Oh. That would be that would be rough. You, but I, I, look, Larry, that can't happen to an organization twice. How do you that's have already happened fif- to them once? How do you have them fifteen and two and then the next sentence? No, I, I'm not. I'm not saying that's going to happen. <laughs> I'm just saying, imagine if that did happen. Oh. There, would be a, there would be a lot of there, there would be a lot of uh, check-ins on LinkedIn on uh, on the Jets uh, computer system. They would have to they would have to start looking at. Uh, They'll be checked in, in in Bellevue. Yes. Yes. <laughs> That's where they'll oh be checked in. Oh. That would, oh. oh, you turn on the radio every day, it would just be people screaming their head off. They wouldn't even be making sense. They'd, ah! They'd just be yelling now, at the top of their lungs. For the good of the station. Yes. Because I'm not a Jet fan. Right. Nor, by the way, Jose, I'm not a Giants fan either. Now that no. I remember, you say I'm not a Giants fan. I don't have a football team. I used to be a Pittsburgh, stand, Pittsburgh Steeler fan back in the day. Mm-hmm. But then when I decided to cover football, I got rid of all my fandoms. I have That's no, good. no football do. teams. I don't. I, I'm, I'm done. I can, I, Sundays are a great day <laughs> for me. Right. That was, that was the best decision you've made. That, that's you know, a very good decision. That was the best because I was covering that. You know, I'm, I'm, I was embedded with the Jets. I couldn't even have a football team to watch. I, so I just, no, not doing it. Mm-hmm. And, and believe me, I, would have, I have no hair now. I can't, I can't imagine following <laughs> the Knicks and Mets. <laughs> if I had a local team, what my hair would look like, right. I, I probably I don't know what I'd be. But um, for the good of the station, I would it would really be nice. And I understand your Miami fandom. Just put it aside for a second. It really would be nice to have for the Jets to have a nice long run. For the good of the station, it would be I really think exciting. that the and this is all joking aside. This is the fifteen mm-hmm. the algorithm aside. I really do think the Jets are going to have a very good season this year. Mm-hmm. I have met. I'll, 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 I'll let you in. I'll let you in on the shekels. I am oh. in on the Jets over nine and a half. Oh. I have had a little sprinkle on the Jets AFC East champs. Oh. So I am putting my. This is not like a shtick. I know uh, Buddha thinks that I'm doing like a, a like material or something. Yes. I yes, truly yes. do, and I put my money where my mouth is. I truly believe the Jets are going to have a very good season this year. Now this is the. Uh... Was that the bet five? What, what was that thing we did? Cover last five? Year? Cover oh, five the champ. cover five champ. Larry, do you want me to give you the standings from last year? I have them on the wall here. I, I finished know. in first. 
Michael K was second, Don third, Dan fourth, Dave and Rick, they were both at uh, 584 and 594. Mm -hmm. The k finished at uh, 676, and uh, Larry, you were just following him at 695. I couldn't find Peter. Peter, I think, uh, gave up on it. Yes, I was the Cover 5 champ last year. Very nice. Yes, it was a great, it was a great achievement. People are, are very excited when I mention it, so I like to I, That is no question, up. and rightfully so, you know. <laughs> you know. I tell you, my, my numbers would have been higher if freaking Kansas City would have Oh, Kansas City the... killed you last year. Oh, they, they absolutely oh, murdered you left and right. They did. And, and believe me, I will remember this year. I have not I gotten an email year. that we're all doing it again this year. I'm hoping that there is a, a, there is a replay for Cover 5. I'd like to go, in the words of John Sterling, back-to-back -back and belly-to-belly. -belly. Of course. You want a little uh, – you're, you're trying to have set a dynasty here yes. for the show. Yes. I don't know. Maybe they'll unveil that at the Beach Bash on Friday. I'm not good. sure. That would be good. That would be a good time to do it. Yeah, no question. It would be. 1-800-919-3776. More of your calls next on 98.7 ESPN. Okay, since you guys sure, showed up, sure. everything went south. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. This is the Dan Grosser Show on 98.7 ESPN. You look at even a guy like Zonovan Knight, who took over last year after obviously Michael Carter was injured. And as Zonovan Knight got in, he was averaging over three and a half yards per carry. In his first NFL debut, his first game, had over 100 yards from scrimmage. So you have that. Michael Carter obviously had, it, had his ability. But then you go to Israel Abanakanda from Pitt, had over 1,400 rushing yards, 21 touchdowns. So there's a dynamic backfield already. That's all not including Brees Hall, let's say he's not fully healthy when week one comes. And so obviously when Brees Hall is healthy, you have a whole different story. You have one of the best backs who's on track to be Offensive Rookie of the Year before the injury. And so that's why I don't think you need Dalvin Cook just yet. If Brees Hall is fully healthy, then you'll be okay. And if he takes a little while to get ready, then you've got a few backs in the stable ready to carry the load.
Sam Acho, very high on the Jets running backs, but uh, Gordon, Bill Barnwell, not so much. It's hard to see in Damer in for Grasso on 98.7 ESPN. What is up with Barnwell and the local football teams? Yeah, he's become enemy number one around. He's like the hot take guy now all of a sudden. Yeah. But at least it's nice to see that uh, while he's down on the Jets, he's, he's like an equal opportunity offender. He's also down on the Giants. Yeah, we'll hear from him in a second, but I was curious because he, and get to the calls in a minute, he ranked the Jets skill position unit 22nd in the NFL. High on Gary Wilson, Brees Hall in the running back room, not so much. And he says, who's that tight end? Well, my God, the Jets have 105 tight ends now. This was a <laughs> franchise that didn't have a tight end that they could count on. Now they got 105 of them. Yeah, they do have a bunch of tight ends. Now, maybe not one jumps out at you, but Conklin is is a, is a good player. Um, I, I know he's not an all-pro by any stretch of the imagination, but, uh, I mean, how much more do you need? Exactly. Exactly. You know, if Garrett Wilson Rogers. takes that next step forward, that's it. Um, you obviously have Alan Lazard is a is a very good player. Um, I think they still have uh, McCole Hardman who will make a play here or there. Mm-hmm. Corey Davis, I'm not that high on, but Mims mm-hmm. is still around. Um, mm-hmm. If if what's his name is if Brees Hall is healthy, they should have a pretty good offense. Should be pretty good. Should be. Eddie's in L.A. Eddie, you're next on 98.7. Larry, what's up, man? How are you? I'm good, Eddie. What's going on? And I'm so sorry. Am I speaking? Is, 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 who, who's, who's on the radio? Is it Grasa? Nope. Gordon no, Damer. Uh, Gordon Damer. Gordon Damer. Okay. So you, Grasa, and Gordon Damer. I am – I'm going to do whatever I can. I'm serious. I love listening to you three guys. Larry, you probably don't remember because you're a humble guy, but every time I call – which hasn't been much, but I listen to you guys all the time. Every time I call, I always tell you that you're the greatest, and I want you to uh, – we, we need to hear some more of you. I'd love to see you on TV. But anyway, let me get quick because I don't want to hog up the, the, the phone line real quick. Um, I just want to say that, uh, that um, the Jets um, – I'm that guy who called about three months ago, and, I'm, and I said, tell all the Jet fans relax that Aaron Rodgers is on his way. And I know people are pessimistic. I've been watching the Jets since 1980. 1981, I was 10 years old. That's how long I've been watching this team. And this is, on, this is only the second time. I got close the first time. The first time was in 2011, and, and we lost by five points to Pittsburgh. And that was the only two seasons that I really felt that this team is, is, was, would get to the Super Bowl. I hope this time I'm right. That guy from ESPN who, who, who's just dogging out the Jets, I'm happy about that because I really thought once we got Aaron Rodgers, I thought that everybody was going to say, okay, the Jets are going to the Super Bowl. The Jets are going to go to the Super Bowl. But I'm so happy that it's a mixed bag, that some people think yes, some people think no, some people think they're going to make the playoffs, some people think they're going to stink. So I'm just so happy because I didn't want – because then I would be too much pressure on them and then also – it's like karma, like everybody saying, oh, they're going to win, then they're not going to win. But I want to listen to you guys, and I promise you, I am going to be <laughs> your main guys. I want to get you three guys on a show, and I hope, uh, I, I hope to see you guys on ESPN. All right, Eddie, thanks for the, th- thanks for the call. Um, Harvey, Julian, when Dan comes back, yeah, Dan's know. getting all these accolades. He's not even here. He, oh, I love what Dan has had to say oh, tonight. He's been fantastic. You know, he's – Dan's doing a great job. What a <laughs> he's, he has, he's doing a sensational job tonight. Dan is rolling. 
Richard's in Manhattan. What's up, Richard? Hi, Larry Gordon. Now, you guys know they made the bases bigger and you can't throw the ball over the first base with a man on base, you know. So, obviously, stealing is up. I'm sure you guys figured, seen some of the statistics. Mets are stealing at a 90% plus rate. So, stealing is way up. But what happened in the seventh inning in a Met game today is unbelievable. I don't know if you guys saw it. Mets are up 7 nothing, and the Brewers get a guy on first, and he tries to steal, steal second, down 7 nothing, and he gets thrown out. Can you believe that? No. Stupid. Well, you know, I guess they figure it's easy to steal, but still. You know, no, I'm down 7 nothing. 7 nothing. there is no excuse for 7 nothing. Nope. No, None. fellas. And as, as, as far as the uh, Yankees go, if the you know I was uh, uh, the pitching as far as the Yankee pitching goes, as long as Cole can start going more than six innings, and they can reduce the usage of the I think the I mean their bullpen has been fantastic, but they've got to get some of these pitches going at least until the seventh inning. There's a big difference between going five and six. If you can go six and two thirds every start. Then, then you can reduce the chances of bringing a, a, a relief pitcher in who doesn't have it that night. And you should really only use two relief pitches. That's my opinion. You know, a setup guy and a closer. And that's it. And just stay with whoever's hot. I think these Yankee pitchers are just baby too much, as are the Mets pitchers. But I think Verlander and Scherzer may start going more than six going to the seventh. Because that's the reason why the bullpens attack so much because the starting pitchers aren't giving you length and the pet managers are taking these guys out at this first sign of trouble. Now, Cole throws a lot of pitches. He throws 18 pitches an inning. So that's why he can barely go six innings. But these guys are just going to have to learn. They got to go go six and go into the seventh. And some of these pitchers should be pitching seven innings so that the not only the stress on stress and strain on the bullpen, but you reduce the chances of one guy not having it that night. You bring in three or four relief pitches. Larry, Gordon, you know one guy may not have it and maybe mm-hmm. the most important guy, and that's how you lose the game. Fellas, always a pleasure. Thank you. All right, Richard, thanks for the phone call. Gordon, that's what happened to you guys in the postseason a couple of years ago when Adovino was there. You had the best bullpen mm-hmm. in the league. And you kept going to it every night, and guess what? If I see the guy's pitches, I can kind of Absolutely. recognize what's what, and now yep. you know you lose your edge. Yeah. Uh, now look, uh, I don't. I don't think that they're going to have Cole on certain nights. They'll have him go seven or go eight, but they want him. They they expect to have a deep playoff run, so I think they probably want him around two hundred innings during the course of the regular season. So, and you'd have to say the Yankees do have a great bullpen. During the regular, it's been there. It's been a real strength so far this year. So they're going to continue to rely on that. But in the short series, you have to flip it. Uh, you can't expect to go to the same guys every single night and for them to be effective every single night. But that has been a huge reason why. If you were to pick out one difference between the Yankees and the Mets this year, bullpen. Yeah, Yankees bullpen no is a weapon. The Mets bullpen is weakness. Yeah, it is. Not yet tonight, but it, no, it has not been. tonight. Tonight's this is breathe easy time, Larry. Not, nothing's mm-hmm. nothing's gonna go wrong here. Right. Okay. Hear him snickering in the background, Harvey. You hear him? <laughs> hear him snickering back there? I can't help it. Like, the way you respond like, makes me it's laugh. Like a, it's, it's like you the old. It, you're you're home free here, Larry. Come it's on. Like the old, it's like the old. It's like this one. Okay, Julian. Uh, it's like the old cartoon uh, Muttley. <laughs> He's a little dog. It's the, the top of the eighth. The You're down to the final five, six outs here. Come on. 
You see who's not on the mound? Not, not even the Mets can blow this one. Larry. You see Come who's on. on the mound right now, Gordon? I did not. I'm on Bring direct him. TV. I'm still in the fifth inning. Bring him. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You know, Mr. Mr. Hit I, two I guess the, in a I row. guess the A-plus guys are getting saved for tomorrow. <laughs> I told you they would be. Yeah. Yeah. Why? <laughs> told you. Well, it is. It is. He's uh, saving the listen. He's saving the A plus guys for the game after the owner speaks. It's not, you might, bet not be right. <laughs> yeah, you better go out and win that one. <laughs> we'll continue the conversation with your calls next on ninety eight seven ESPN. So you, Graza and Gordon Damer. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C. Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. This is the Dan Grosser Show on 98.7 ESPN. <laughs> He's Gordon Damer. I'm Larry Hardesty. We're in for Dan Grosser. Dan's not really here. We're here in for Dan. He'll be back, uh, you know, later in the week. Uh, Ty Butler will be in for us at the top of the hour, talking a little Jets and Giants at 1-800-919-3776. Gordon, let's talk to Mitch in East Windsor. He's next on 987. What's up, Mitch? Hey, how you doing? Hey, Mitch. Uh, I think, um, would you say the AFC is going to be very tough? And with, like, my charges to Jets, what is taking so long for somebody to sign Cook and Hopkins? I would think both of them could help the Chargers and, and the Jets, too. Well, I would think that right now there's no real deadline because Thanks, the season is still a long way away. And I, I don't know what Hopkins is looking for, but I know uh, Cook was said to be looking for a contract in the range of $10 million, which I don't think that he is going to be able to find. Um, I, I don't know that teams that have their running backs on the um, – Franchise tag. I don't know if in a, in a perfect world they would want to spend ten million dollars. That's what yeah, they have really. to spend. But running back, people don't spend. That's why Dalvin Cook's a free agent. The Vikings didn't want to spend that money on him. So uh, I would think that he will. There's a reports that he's gotten multiple offers. Clearly, it's not the offer that he's looking for. Otherwise, he would have signed by now. Yeah, and you know, like you said, Gordon got plenty of time. Yeah, he's got time. So he'll make a decision. Um, but uh, he's finding out what Saquon Barkley already knows. <laughs> it's not a whole lot of money out there for the running backs. Not a lot of money. 
It's tough. It's tough. And, and, and Josh Jacobs is in the same boat. I mean, Josh yeah. Jacobs had a better statistical season than Saquon Barkley had a year ago, and, and he's also looking at the same kind of deal. So I would think that those guys are probably going to wait until the last minute before they sign those, those franchise tags, hoping to be able to get uh, a long-term deal. Speaking of Saquon Barkley, Jeff Darlington was on NFL Live, and he updates us on what's going on with the Giants and Saquon. He basically said, we'll wait till July 17th. We'll see what the final best offer is from the Giants, and me and my family will step back and make a decision. And truly, I think that's what we're down to at this point. Generally speaking, when these deals do go down to that July 17th deadline, it is the days just before when essentially we'll hear from the Giants if they want to step up and increase the offer, or we'll put it on Saquon. He either takes that deal, or he has to, on July 18th, either decide he's going to hold out for training camp and potentially this season, a la Le'Veon Bell, or mm-hmm. he's going to play on the franchise tag and uh, and move forward next season. So basically, July 17th is the date that we should be watching. All right. So Bill Barnwell, who already has said that he's you know not really you know looking forward to the this this Giants offense, you know, um, says he ranks their skills position 27th in the NFL and wonders if Saquon Barkley can stay healthy and carry the offense again. So here's his thoughts about what it looks like if there's no Saquon. Messy. Messi is the first word that comes to mind. Look at the the playmakers in this offense. They do not have, number one, a great backup for Saquon Barkley. Matt Breida would probably be the first man up, a very inefficient home run hitter, but an inefficient back, nowhere near Saquon Barkley's receiving ability. And then you look at the receivers they have for Daniel Jones. Well, Darren Waller's number one, but Darren Waller's missed huge chunks of time over the past two seasons of injuries. A 31-year-old tight end. Those guys typically don't get healthy or play better than they have in the past. Um, The wide receivers, a lot of Paris Campbell's, Jamison Crowder. lot of number twos, number threes, not really that number one receiver they can rely upon. So unless they're the ones who go out and get DeAndre Hopkins, I think it's really incumbent on the Giants to go out and bring back Saquon Barkley because right now you're paying Daniel Jones $42 million a year. You can't really pay him that much money, expect him to be a focal point of this offense and then not have a real playmaker for him to work with in the passing game. He's not wrong, Gordon. No, uh, he's not. He, he's not wrong in that sense. And they are really putting their eggs, all their eggs in the basket of, of Waller. And I understand it. I mean, if you can keep him healthy, he is a difference maker. And he would be. Uh, they've got some some young kids on that team, the receiving core. But, you know, you're just not – you put Daniel Jones in an interesting spot. Now, obviously, Brian Dable believes that he can do – he's the one that got him in the position where you were able to sign him and say, you know what, he's our guy. I can work with him. I can get him to the part where, where he's he's what we want in the quarterback. I can work with him. But he's got to get some weapons, Gordon. And, you know, you don't have some some all some surefire guys that he can get the ball to. No. It's all guys that well look, we we like what we saw from Hodgkins last year. We yes. like what we see from Slayton at times. Paris mm-hmm. Campbell has good speed if he can stay on the field. Same thing with Darren Wall. You can convince yourself that these things can go right, and after a season where a lot went right for the Giants, it, it's easy to see why you would be able to convince yourself that everything's going to go right again. But the importance of Saquon Barkley is not to be lost, and I'm sure the Giants have not lost it, and I'm sure by that deadline, July 17th, they'll come up with some sort of deal where whatever the price it is to franchise Saquon this year and franchise him next year, throw in an extra couple of million to get a deal done – and they will have Saquon Barkley when week one rolls around. Yeah, absolutely. They, they understand. 
They understand what they have and don't have. <laughs> the thing that was missing from the Giants last year was explosive plays. They did. It took a lot of times. It took them long drives to be able to score. Mm-hmm. And the one guy that you would be, even with Waller, even being him, uh, him being healthy, the one home run hitter they have on that team is Saquon. Yeah. Yep. He is. And listen, let, I mean, you know, the injury has got to be concerned. The injury history is, you know. No question. It's got to be concerned. It doesn't help him. It, it just doesn't. And that's, you know, th- that's the business that the Giants are in right now, Gordon. They have to be, you know, they got to be honest. Well, you know, this they, is why you don't take a running back with the yeah, second pick in the draft. Yeah. You know, even and, when one as great as Saquon. Yeah, as great as he's been, you just don't because you know it puts you in the it puts you in this spot right here. Yeah, that it's you got to sign it's him a, big it's money. It's a position where you get somebody, you you run him into the ground for four or five years, and then you go find somebody else. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, that's what the position has become. That's what it's become, and it's interesting that they haven't found somebody that they could run alongside him mm-hmm. to take some of the pressure off of him. Yeah, well, they've not really invested in that. You know, they have Matt Breida. Yeah. Um, they have the other kid, was it Brightwell or something like that? Um, so they, they've got a couple of guys there, but uh, yeah, I mean, it's primarily it's, it's, it's Saquon. Um, and he had a great season last year. It was not, he's very much boomer bust. He's yeah. boomer bust game to game. He's boomer bust in the course of the season. That, that down that set, the stretch of the season last year. He was not nearly as effective as he was in the first half, and the injuries are concerned. That's why he's not. They, they, it would be it would be financial suicide to mm-hmm. sign Saquon Barkley to a long term guaranteed deal. People Absolutely. teams just don't do it, and no. and the teams that have done it, it blows up in their face. Yeah, they end up regretting it. Mm-hmm. They do, and and clearly, uh, nobody's taking the Le'Veon Bell route because you saw what happened to no. Le'Veon Bell. Right. You can't do it. You, you got to make your money when you can make your money. Like um, Josh Jacobs at one point said, and it was clearly, I think, just posturing, I have to do this for the future of the position. I got to make a state. Somebody's got to make a stand for the future mm. of the position. No, no. You have to get your money <laughs> when you can get your money. Yes. And the NFL is not for long, and it's especially not for long for running backs. So. You got to cash him, and he had a great season last year, so he should cash in and get as much money as he can from the Raiders right now. And uh, there's no, there's no, um, there's no, they don't hold the hammer. The teams hold the hammer in that. There's no, there's nothing they can really do. They have no leverage. Take a stand for yourself. (laughs) Exactly. Take a stand for your family and for your future and for your family's future. And and $10 million is, I get it, it's not $40 million that the quarterbacks are getting paid, but I don't know, it's still pretty good. (laughs) It's still pretty good for a lot of us. It's the NFL. Yeah. Okay? And, you know, that that money, (laughs) you don't know how long your career is going to be, my friend. Take the money. Believe me. And, and look, it could be a lot worse. I mean, you've seen some guys get long-term deals. This Miles Sanders got a long-term deal. It was for like four years and like $25 million. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Uh, now, if Saquon Barkley can play for the next four years, he'll do a whole lot better than that. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Ty Butler's coming up at 10. We'll come back and have some conversation talking a little basketball. That's next on 98.7 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. 
Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? <laughs> Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. This is the Dan Grasso Show on 98.7 ESPN. In the uh, top of the inning for the Yankees, Rizzo hit a foul ball. Uh-huh. And the Oakland A's ball person gave the ball to a Yankee fan. Okay. I don't know that I would first give it to a Yankee fan. I know there may not be many Oakland A's fans there. Yeah, that's the problem. <laughs> if you go to an Oakland A's, A's game and you sit along, you almost have to get a, a foul ball at some point. There's not that many people around to give the balls to. Yeah. I, it I doesn't look like there's that many A's fans. I see they're showing the shot behind the the plate, and there yep. seems to be a couple of people wearing Oakland A's garb. But Squeezed together with a Yankee fan. Yeah, it seems like there's a <laughs> lot of Yankee fans. Every shot they show, it looks like it's all Yankee fans. Yeah, it's true. By the way. A lot of empty seats, too. Look, did, a, lot of, a lot of A's fans, you know, impersonating oh, empty yeah. seats. Oh, you, yeah. You could fire cannonballs into the, uh, <laughs> into the, the outfield, and no one would be injured. No one. By the way, did you see yes. Ryan Seacrest has been named the new host of Wheel of Fortune? Oh, of course he is. So he has now got – that is the greatest job in America. It is. That job – now, I don't know if it will be the same working schedule. I don't know if people even realize this. Pat Sajak, the old host – Former weatherman work, in, the LA, in yeah, L.A. He would work four days a month. They would film five shows a day in those four days. So each day they would film five shows. And for 12 months, that would be 48 days. So that would be their, their entire schedule in those 48 days in a year. And he made $15 million a year. Dean, no. <laughs> you cannot find. I defy anyone to find a better job than that. G. No G. <sighs> That's tremendous. That's, that's tremendous. A, that's a great job. And he's been doing that a long time. He he is surpassed Dick Clark. He has surpassed because Dick Clark was this guy in the previous generation, Gordon. Right. Dick Clark was the guy with the game show. Mm-hmm. He was, you know, American Bandstand, you know, yep. New Year's Eve. Uh-huh. He was Absolutely. on everything. Productions. He, I mean, he's he owns every there's not a sixties, seventies, or eighty concert. That he that his production company doesn't own the rights to, <laughs> none of all of them. They got all of them, and Ryan Seacrest is is has been. He's the new, to, he's, not, he's the guy on ABC during yes. uh, the 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 New Year's Eve special. Yep. I don't know what they call it. New Year's Rockin' Eve. I think that's it is. right. Dick Clark's New Year's Rockin' Eve. Right. Still. Mm-hmm. So he does that. Uh, no wonder he 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 said goodbye to the morning show here. He knew something else was coming. <sighs> that's that's a good that's a good gig to get. <laughs> it is. 
Now, have might, to go I would think it might get a little. It might get a little boring. People just guessing letters at you all the time, but. Yeah. $15 million a year. You, you can, he'll be all right. You can choke it down. He'll, he'll, can, he'll figure out a way. He'll figure out a way. I'm sure he will. I'm sure he will. So, Gordon, our good friend on Twitter, who always, you know, my nephew, uh-huh. my Twitter nephew, uh, Jay Blaze NYC, Uncle L, Uncle L, Uncle L, LBJ, meaning LeBron James, wouldn't go there, so could he really be able to figure out a way for the Lakers to get Bronny? What if he had a so-so freshman year? So he's got a 2024 NBA mock draft up. Already. Already. And it's uh, by a couple of guys. And they have uh, Bronny James going 17th to Atlanta. Gordon, the Knicks pick ahead of Atlanta. They pick A.J. Johnson. So and they also have a a nineteenth pick here, where mm-hmm. they have you know so they've got two picks in the first round in the top twenty next year. Gordon, why wouldn't they take Bronny James? <laughs> I, I'll curious. tell you this right now: if there if there's a, a chance for the Knicks to draft him with the the the. Wink, wink, nod, nod, understanding that you're uh-huh. going to get LeBron James along with him. There's they absolutely, there, I think they would absolutely do it. Oh, you think so? Okay. I think they would absolutely do it. All right. I'm just trying to figure out why he's at 20. Why wouldn't he be number one? He must have had a not good freshman year. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'm not sure. The, the one, uh, I saw one where he was, uh, he slipped all the way down to like the 20s. Mm-hmm. Okay. But that's where, that's this one. So that, yeah, that's kind of No, he this, this one had him as, as 28th. Right. Okay. Going to the Bucks. Okay, and this one has him, okay, 17th going to Atlanta. So he's dropped some, huh? So okay. 17, that has the Knicks as the 17th pick. Is that, that would The Knicks would be 16. Okay. He's, he's seventh, Atlanta So they're is saying after the, the Knicks, Knicks are, are, are not, a play, uh, not a playoff team next year, right? How I, many teams it, don't make the playoffs? Either that or it's one of the teams, they, one of the draft picks they have from a team. Okay. That's probably not going to make No, that, that might be a possibility. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Mets won, Gordon. I, I'd already changed the channel. I knew it. I knew they were safe. I knew, well, I knew you, Larry. Listen, that's not why Mark. you changed the channel. You changed oh. the channel because the Yankees are on. Well, I was part of it too. <laughs> I wanted to, to check in, but I knew that that one, that one's already done. That's that's yesterday. Seven two. Yeah, seven two. They got that. Meet the Mets. Oh yeah. Meet the Mets. Finally, right World out. Series back Meet on, Larry. No, not yet. <laughs> Can I win three in a row? <laughs> Can I get to five hundred, Gordon? Oh well, that's that's a long ways uh, off. Let, yes let's win. Is. Let's win back to back games. Let's go out let's tomorrow. Who's pitching tomorrow for them? I'm afraid to look. It's, it's, that's it's, the question. It might be it might be Singo or Carrasco. Let me see. Well, Carrasco just pitched the other day, right? So it can't be him. No, it can't be him. Let's see. Mets game tomorrow is a Singa. Okay. Against Singa. Wade Miley. Okay, Singer normally good at home. Mm-hmm. So maybe we Miley's a having a good year. He is. So was Tehran though, this year. And he uh, always kills the Mets. He I, when he was with Atlanta, absolutely, mm-hmm. along with everybody else. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> everybody, it's just part of the part of the it's, routine down there. It's part of the makeup. You, if you go for Atlanta, you beat the Mets. It's, it's, it's the way it is. It's just the They're way so it is. so good. The Braves oh, are just are. so good. And getting better. And getting better. 
Oh, it's tough. It's tough, and, and, and they're going to be good for I, – I don't know how they do it. I don't know what they put in the water down there, but they convince people to take contracts that are way below market value. They do. Yep. So now they got them all locked up for forever. They do. They do. The, the, they, a little compromised starting pitching-wise, little compromised, but offensively they just kill you. They kill you offensively. And they don't, and they don't beat themselves, Gordon. No, they just they're, don't. They're so well run. They are. And then they lost Freddie Freeman in the in the last couple of years, I and know. they just are able to replace him. They, they just just keep roll, the, the machine just rolls on. Yeah, they got the first baseman you wanted. They do, Matt Olson. Yeah, that was the guy I was hoping. Now look, he's not had a, a great season, uh, batting average wise. Power but he's got twenty five. Batting average doesn't matter, right? Doesn't doesn't it's matter. About- uh, uh, home runs, my he's second in home runs. Uh, he's, he's got 60 ribbies on the season. He's got an OPS of 885. What would you do with a guy like that in your lineup? <laughs> well, unfortunately, they just pitch around him because there's nobody else that's hitting. <laughs> and Rizzo has been good. I, he I has been good. I can't complain with Rizzo. He has been good. And defensively, he made a play in the first inning. He's, even, he's still really good defensively. Really yeah. is. Now can we can we get a couple of runs in Oakland? That's what we need. We need, oh, absolutely. We need this is the trip where Giancarlo Stanton has got to start to snap out of it. Speak of the devil. You know. I'm on direct TV, so I don't okay, know. Okay, he's at bat. Just oh, so okay. Know. All right. Yeah. Just They're so still you know. singing the national anthem over there. I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, okay. Really? <laughs> it is direct TV though. It's, it is direct TV, Larry. It's very <laughs> It takes a long time to get back from space. It does. It does. It's, it's, it space is not close. It's the return. It's yeah. the return is the problem. Yeah. It gets there at the right speed. It's just coming back is the issue. They got, all the, sure. they got all this money, the DirecTV. They can't get it so that you change the channel. There's not like three seconds of just dead air. Oh, it's just three seconds of dead air. I'm like, what, what, what is this? The, the, how could you lose? The how old could West? You lose, how could you lose Sunday ticket? That's all I want to know. How could you lose Sunday ticket? Yeah, game? it's going to be tough. I, I have not signed up for it yet. I, I think I'm going to wait to see how it goes okay. on the old YouTube TV. Um, yeah. I get the feeling that the first couple of days, the first couple of weeks might be a, a work in progress. Might be an issue. Yeah, it right. might be an issue. All right, my friend, I'll see you tomorrow night. Larry, sounds good, my friend. All right, that wraps up this edition of the Dan Grasso Show. Larry Hardesty, Gordon Damon for Dan. Harvey Julian, thanks very much. Ty Butler, take those Met calls, the happy Met calls, 1-800-919-3776. Ty Butler's next on 98.7 ESPN. I love listening to you three guys. This is the Dan Grosser Show on 98.7 ESPN. <laughs>